happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you and you and you and you and you. Uh, shout out to the live chat. I see a lot of old school old G's in there. Vanessa, Amanda, what up? Crystal, what up, you guys? Um, let's do some housekeeping and then jump right into it. So housekeeping, support the show, bottom of the screen. You can see where you can support the show. Super chats and super stickers are much appreciated. Um, I'm going to tell you, you guys, I'm very underwhelmed by this tell-all. 100% underwhelmed. I think it is the worst tell-all of all tell-alls. Of all tell-alls. Um, I think part one was better than part two. I think part two, we got caught up in some nonsense that was unnecessary. And we missed some couples. We spent too much time on some couples. And, you know, it was it was disappointing, I feel. Like, moving into the new season of 90 Day Fiancé that's coming up next Sunday, I just feel like, you know what? <clears throat> um, Thanks, Jean. I hope I'm saying that right. Welcome to the party. Everyone, welcome Jean to the party. So here's what I think. I think we should scrap the tell-all and do a do-over. So have the tell-all, but then also have where you have fan questions and you can filter the questions, but the fans can call in and producers can filter the questions, get those questions asked. And then also too have like people who have their ears to the ground, the reporters, the bloggers, the memers have a panel of them on the side so that what's happening real time. We ask those questions too. Because what's happened on this tell, in my humble opinion, is that all the things that should have been addressed were not addressed. We missed another opportunity to talk about the things that we want to know the answers to. We're already invested. We've already spent hours upon hours upon hours. What, like 40 hours, 50 hours watching this season? We have questions now. And as fans, I feel like we deserve the answer to those questions and they never get answered. And you are left hanging. Some of these people I never want to see again. Some of these people, of course, we're going to see again. But in the meantime, still unanswered questions. I, I find it very unfortunate. That's what I find it. I find it unfortunate. I think that this was the worst tell-all, in my opinion. All right, so let's jump into it. So we left off with Usman and Kimberly. Usman's like, hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you, Usman. We can hear you. No one just wants to listen to you. That's why. Because we all saw the Zara call, which was a missed opportunity because we talked about Zara all season long. Okay? We talked about Zara all season long. We watched her music video get made in Zanzibar. And then you all don't bring... You bring random Jennifer Jessica, who we saw for a couple episodes. You don't bring Zara on? So that we can hash this out. We can ask the questions. Do you want to be with Usman? Do you not want to be with Usman? Did Usman calls you, call you before Kimberly left? Because he's denying that, you guys. He's denying. He's saying that the producers forced him to make the call. And he made the call like five days into his 21-day trip. And that now him and Zara don't even talk. He doesn't want to be with Zara. He wants to be with Kimberly. All the things. I'm like, how do we know that that's true? Because this... The other thing I want to say is that everyone was lying. Every single person was lying on that on that panel. And so how do we know that that's true? Why not get Zara to have her opinion? I don't understand. Lydia, thank you so much for the super chat. 
Uh, she says the men except Johnny were trash in this tell-all. So over Sean, we need a new host. <clears throat> um, I just don't understand. So we talk about Zara all season long, and then we don't bring her on, on the tell-all. Missed opportunity. So Usman is getting defensive, um, saying that he doesn't talk to Zara anymore. Kimberly walks off stage. Of course, her son is going to chase after her. She's crying. Uh, she didn't know about this. It came out of nowhere after, you know, she spent the first two hours talking about uh, cheating and long distance relationships and all of those things and Ella's relationship. And Usman tells her, I was like, mm. when she said, Usman has always been honest with me. I was like, really? So when he didn't tell you that the song Zara was about his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, that was telling you the truth. And then when he didn't tell you that he was talking to you guys simultaneously, that was always being honest with you. And then when he didn't tell you that he called Zara, that was being honest with you. And then when he, he had you fly out to Zanzibar as a fan and you're thinking you're in a relationship with him, that was honesty. And then, I mean, I can go down the list. I'm just, he's always been honest with me. I don't know if that's really true necessarily. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's necessarily true. But Kim says she didn't know. She didn't know that he called Zara and... <clears throat> Her son, Jamal, thinks it's all super disrespectful to his mom. You know, he's juggling Kimberly and Zara, which we all know to be true. And in Jamal's words, that was fucked up. And it is fucked up. And y'all already know how I feel about Usman. You already know what I think. And I think that this is the wrong platform for him. I definitely think that he needs to go on, like, you know, Nigeria's Got Talent or whatever equivalent there is out there so that he can focus on his music because that's really what he wants to do. I don't think he really wants to be in a relationship. I don't think that he's being honest with anyone. I think that him targeting a specific age type of woman, he does it for a reason. And then he got caught. So he freaks out, right? Because he got caught. He's like getting all defensive. Ah, can you guys hear me? Let me speak. Ah, all the things. And I was like, oh, you only do that, Jean. Thank you so much, new subscriber and super sticker at the same time. You are a woman after my own heart. Thank you so much for supporting the channel and supporting the show. So <clears throat> you only freak out like that, you guys. You only freak out like that when you have something to hide. You get defensive like that when you have something to hide. You do that when you got caught and busted in your own lie. And so Usman didn't have enough time to like chill so those were real emotions coming out of his face where he was talking, like being all mad and aggro. He's being all mad and aggro because he's like, oh, I can't let this gig be up. 90 days, my meal ticket, 90 days, my paycheck, 90 days exposes my international superstar fame. So I can't have Kimberly walk out on me because Zara already left. So who am I going to be on the show with? Right. So BGL didn't work out. Kimberly oh my God, that can't not work out. I need her. And Zara dumped me before she made the show. So like, how will I still stay on the show? Can't come to America and film Single Life. So I have to hook myself. 
myself to what I need to hook myself to. So he's freaking out. He got caught. And everyone's talking about how, you know, they were flirting. They were flirting words and they came across easy. You could see the connection between the two of them. Um, and then he's like, I make my own money. I can have sex anywhere I want to. I don't do that. You know, if I wanted to be free and cheat, I could do that. But I don't ever cheat. And I don't want to be with Zara. And Zara and I don't talk. Uh, I was just like, see all of this? completely unnecessary and you wouldn't be so on the defense if there wasn't some truth to that all of these people on stage all of the fans saw what you did so if you didn't really care about zara when you like licked your your tongue and did your eyebrows put on the shirt opened it up so your chest was shown wore the necklace that kimberly bought you and brought there for you all mad disrespectful facts you wouldn't have done all that if you didn't really care about her and then you wouldn't have said you know if we were going to get back together you wouldn't have had that conversation you wouldn't have entertained it if you didn't actually really believe it and you wouldn't you we saw you the most flirty that we've seen you with anyone because guess what you weren't targeting an older american so that you can have one up on them we saw it all season four with bgl we see it again with Kimberly and Kimberly. I adore her. I think she has a big heart. I think that she was being true to her feelings in the moment. However, I disagreed with her a lot on the tell-all. But for her relationship, she was being honest. She was being direct. And she was going after what she thought was love. And Usman was in it for completely different reasons. And no one can tell me anything different because I can see what I can see. Um, Crystal said, then he never answered the question about Zara. He just kept saying he hasn't cheated and hadn't had sex with any. No one asked him that. Facts. So then he goes on to say that he forgot he called Zara. You forgot? You forgot that you called her? Because that I, I call BS on that. You forgot you called her? Like, don't insult her intelligence. You forgot, even though you want to be this international superstar on 90 Day Fiance, and you keep telling everyone that you're this big reality TV star. We all just watched the episode, and now then you want to say that you forgot that you called her? Stop it. Jamal says the same thing that I'm saying that, you know, he's seeing that Usman got on the defensive. He was too defensive. <clears throat> and then when Usman said, I didn't have sex, it was just a phone call. I was like, okay, but you realize there are different forms of cheating, right? So you can physically cheat with someone, but you can also emotionally cheat with someone. And that's exactly what he was doing. He was emotionally cheating and he'd done it before. You guys don't forget that he was dating Kim and Zara simultaneously. Whoever was going to get him on the show, that's who he was going with. Kimberly, in my opinion, was his plan B because Zara broke up with him. So he still needed to get, get on the show, still needed to record his music video. So guess what? Kimberly, pop. let's pop her in. Zara's not going to work out. Zara's not going to come. His whole thing is, oh, she couldn't deal with my superstardom and all the women. You know what, Usman? You keep telling us how you can have all the all the different women. You can have anyone you want because you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. Then go ahead and be that. And stop telling us 
You know, the other day I realized what it was that irks me about him is stop telling us who you say you are. We can see who you are. You can tell us you're an international superstar. You can tell us you're rich. You can tell us you're famous. But if all those things are true, then we'll just see it. You don't see Jay-Z saying I'm rich and I'm famous. You know what I mean? Like it's unnecessary unless you're really not that person. And you're trying to convince people like con people do that you are. Ridiculous. Yeah. And you forgot the camera set up the scene and recorded the whole thing. You forgot that whole situation. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. And then Hamza jumps in and says he respects Usman. Um, but he even sees that the video had real emotions, real feel feelings in it. And that he should have taken Kimberly in consideration before he did that. She's an amazing woman, he says. And, you know, basically, they, we all see it. We all see what you're saying that's not there. We all see it. Hamza included. Then Mike jumps in, saying that the context of the call was too flirty. And I'm sorry, but all I kept saying was, just shut up. Just shut up. I don't, want to hear, I don't want to hear anything from your mouth. And I'm so irritated. Listen, I don't want to even start right now, but I'm so irritated by this tell-all because it really, you guys, for those of you guys don't follow like all of the news, 90-day news, because there is a lot of it, um, you guys are missing out on a lot. So they didn't touch on, I would say, 80% of the stuff that we needed to talk about at all. At all, at all. And that's unfortunate because you guys only get to see whatever they edit and whatever the snippets they send you. But there's so much more that happened on this on this show and after the show that it's unfortunate that we don't get to talk about it on the tell-all. I think it's just really, really unfortunate. So back to Usman and Kimberly. Kimberly says that Usman and her are going to talk about it later, which was weird to me because I was like, well, this is the tell-all. This is where you should talk about it. I get you want to have a private conversation with him, but at the same time, this is the tell-all. So let's tell-all. Let's talk about it now. Let's get it off your chest now. Because as you're invested, as are we. Kim, uh, so then Sean says, okay, she's moving on to the next couple, Ella and Johnny. She wishes Kimberly and Usman the best. And all you see, if you guys flash back to that moment, Kimberly just rolls her eyes um, at Sean's comment. Then we move on to Ella and Johnny. <clears throat> so we left off with Ella sleeping with some other dude, which, you know, Okay. First of all, did you guys notice that none of the cast liked her at all or engaged with her? They all kind of came for her. It was very, very interesting to me how she's rubbed the whole cast the wrong way. When they would go on break, if you guys noticed, she would be on stage and they would all be together and she'd be apart. Then when she went backstage, she like took time to call Johnny. But again, she was separate and apart. You don't really see that very often. You usually see the cast band together. But for some reason, Ella, like, rubbed the cast the wrong way. And they came for her. And they came for her on this tell-all. And 
I will quickly just, uh, she did a post the other day and I'll, I'll repost it, but she did say, I was a little disappointed in the tell-all cast, but I respected everyone and did not lash out. However, I was attacked and unable to state that Johnny and I were in an open relationship. Second off, we had never even met, so you can be upset and think I cheated. I don't believe I did, and neither did he. Another tidbit, the only person's opinion that matters to me is Johnny. If you want to follow our journey, we'll continue on 90 Day Diaries. So feel free to tune in, she says. So there's a couple of things there. So now that the season's over, she's saying that they've always been in an open relationship, which is not what she said throughout the season until she mentioned, oh, if you don't come and see me, if you don't get on a plane, then I'm going to start dating other people and we can be in an open relationship. That's the only time she mentioned it. She didn't say that the whole time they've, they've been in, a, in an open relationship because if they had really been an open relationship, then her cheating, quote unquote cheating, wouldn't be cheating because he already would already know that they were in an open relationship. So why would you say that? And then she said she felt attacked and unable to state that they were in an open relationship. First of all, no one attacked you. What they did was call you out on your lies. Okay. Hey, New Day. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. That's what they did. They didn't attack you. They questioned your credibility because your credibility was in question. So she sleeps with another guy and talks about how she needs physical attention. She had sex with her friend because she was distraught and upset. But you know, Johnny, I still love you. And Hamza was like, what the fuck? What are you, what are you saying right now? So Ella goes on to say that her and Johnny's relationship is stronger than ever um, after this incident and nothing else has ever happened since then. Her love language is touch and two years is a long time to wait, she says, so she really couldn't wait. But then again, you guys, she just posted that they were in an open relationship. So like, what is it? Are you waiting because you're in an exclusive relationship or... Are you in an open relationship where two years wouldn't be a long time because you're in an open relationship? And according to you, all the men want you so you can have anyone you want. And you have this dude who you needed physical attention from. And then apparently there was some other dude that you were still talking to. This is the thing, you guys. Okay, so she's in a relationship, quote unquote relationship, because you guys know how I feel about being in a relationship. And I asked the question and I still, I mean, let's talk about it in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let's talk about it. In my personal opinion, let me pull someone out here. Um, in my personal opinion, I think Stevie's in the chat. I'll use Stevie because I've used him before. I've never met Stevie. Not one day in my life. Don't know what he looks like at all. We've had some chats through the live chat. So then let's say I'm, I say I'm in a relationship with Stevie. Never met him. Never talked to him on the phone, never FaceTime with him. But all, all of a sudden, I'm in a relationship. Is that a relationship? To me, if you haven't spent someone spent time with someone in real life, then you're on an you're in a, like an online. Let's use Usman's term, online potential. 
it's not a real relationship in my mind because that person doesn't know where you live. They've never been to your house. They don't know how you live your day-to-day life. They've never met your family. They haven't met your friends. You haven't sat in front of each other and had dinner or cocktails. And even if, and even if, okay, I know Allison, Allison says, I giggle whenever you curse. I know because I pause, right? Because I'm not really a cursor, but I curse when I get frustrated or like if I'm repeating something that someone else has said, but you know, thanks girl. Thanks. Hey girl. Hey. So. <laughs> I, I am in a relationship with Drake in my mind. I am. I'm in a relationship with Drake in my mind, but Drake doesn't know that. I am in a virtual relationship. Yes, Renee. I'm in a virtual relationship with Drake, but that doesn't mean it's a real relationship. He doesn't claim me and I can't claim him. Okay, so my question to you guys are, if you've never met someone in real life, but you've dedicated two years to talking to them online, is that a relationship? I could be wrong. So let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know in the live chat. So um, <clears throat> Ella's love language is touch. And so she couldn't wait two years to be with Johnny and... Everyone jumps in. Memphis says, you know, then you shouldn't be in a long distance relationship if you're that vulnerable. And, you know, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation where you're setting yourself up to cheat on your significant other. Um, And then Ella says, I effing owned up to it. You don't cheat. I didn't cheat. It was an open relationship. Um, Jasmine says, you know, you shouldn't cheat if you're in in an international relationship. Kim says, I have zero respect for you. And then Johnny says, I don't accept open relationship. As a Chinese person and an Asian, we don't, we don't do open relationships. So again, her post from just yesterday, again, is a lie. I feel like she was just lying the whole, the whole tell-all. And I feel like she cont- is continuing this lie. How is Johnny saying that he didn't know about the dude, the birthday dude, he didn't know that you were in an open relationship. He didn't know that you quote unquote cheated on him and slept with some other dude. But yet you're saying that you were always in an open relationship. I'll wait for you to explain. Because if only one of you thinks that you're in an open relationship, then mm, maybe you didn't tell the other person. And instead of being branded a cheater, you're trying to backtrack. Hey, as for a hey girl, hey. <clears throat> so then, <clears throat> Johnny's like, you know what? Nah, like I don't know anything about open relationships. We don't do that here. I'm not about that life. Nah. Um. So then Jasmine jumps in. She's like, I see that Johnny's hurt. You know, why don't you instead of doing all the cheating, Ella, pleasure yourself, you know, use plastic. I use plastic and all of the things. I will say this, Jasmine saved the tell-all, in my opinion, because she brought the comic relief. She brought the, the wow and the shock factor. I think she, she saved this tell-all. I still think it was the worst tell-all that I've, I've seen yet in the 90-day franchise history because it was all over the place and we didn't get any answers for anything. Um, facts. I don't know you. You're new. Welcome. 
Jose M. Wen. She says, or he says, the problem is Johnny and Ella don't know each other. Ella doesn't love him. She just loves Asian men. Facts. 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 And I'm going to jump off of that in a minute. Hey, Dasha. Hey, girl. Hey. So. Hamza says that, you know what? Ella doesn't respect Johnny. And everyone says cheating is not acceptable. And then Sean asks, you know, how would you have felt if the tables were reversed and Johnny slept with someone while he was in this relationship with you? And then Ella says, I wouldn't have been hurt. I wouldn't have been mad. Honestly, I wouldn't have cared. Okay, Ella, again, no one believes you. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. The girl that cries every five seconds. Oh my God, I just want you to come in the middle of the pandemic. I don't care if you have to stay five weeks in quarantine. I can't wait anymore. And I just need someone to love me and be with me. And I'm going to put a spell with my witch friends. And I want to make sure that you, like, fuck you. Stop it. Stop it. You wouldn't have cared. What was all the crying you did? All season long, all victim long, but you wouldn't have cared if he slept with someone else. Stop it. Stop it. The lies just keep spewing and the math is not mathing. Okay. The additions are not adding up in my opinion. Okay. Stop it. Just stop it you wouldn't have cared. You would have been like, oh, no problem, Johnny. Go ahead and sleep with whoever you want. That doesn't bother me at all because we're in an open relationship and it really doesn't matter to me. So when I give you an ultimatum about you either come to America or I'm going to go and sleep with other people, that just means nothing. I'm just talking. And when I'm sitting on a stump crying because you, you can't come because you're choosing your family, your health, and not being stuck in quarantine for five weeks over coming to meet someone that you've never met. No problem. I have no issues with that. Stop it. Stop it. So then I love Jasmine calls Ella out. Okay. She's like, so Ella, just be honest. And I have, Words are important. Okay, you guys, words are really important. So first, Jasmine says, just be honest. Did you actually cheat on him? What does she do? Ella sighs. And she's like, I did. I was upset and vulnerable. And then she tries to start crying, but there were no tears, right? So she sat back in her little chair on the stage and tried to do this whole... (sighs) You know that thing where you, well, you know, it, anyone who has kids where kids are like, they need some attention. So they start like having their little temper tantrum and they do, ah, but then they're looking around to see. And if no one's paying attention, then it like dies down. But if someone is paying attention, then it's all like, ah! everyone's looking at her like, are, are you trying to cry right now? Because you were upset and vulnerable. Well, Ella, were you upset and vulnerable and cheated or were you in an open relationship that you and Johnny both knew about? Because I'm confused. You're saying two different things a lot. And when you say two different things, that sounds like lies. 
So when someone confronts you, you're not being attacked, like you said. They're just trying to confirm what you're saying. So if you're saying that you were vulnerable and upset and you slipped up, that's one thing. But if you're saying that you were in an open relationship, that's something completely different. So which one is it? Because to me, you just seem like a liar. So then, then, so Jasmine first says, be honest, Ella, right? Then Sean, the host of the show says, be honest. Since that time, have you been faithful to Johnny? So why do you think that they keep saying the same thing? Everyone's like, be honest, be honest, be honest. Only time that people say, be honest, be honest, be honest, is when they think you're a liar. So Jasmine, who doesn't know Sean, is saying, okay, be honest. Sean, the host of the show, is, hey, Ella, be honest. Just saying. So Sean says, be honest. Were you faithful the whole time? And then Ella says, 100%. And then Sean's like, so you haven't been with anybody else. How about your birthday? And then when someone asks, answers a question with a a question, you know that they're about to lie to you because they need some time to process. They're like, wait, did they just say that? So Sean says, how about your birthday? And Ella says, what do you mean about my birthday? Hey, word nerd. Hey, girl. Hey, Canadian girl. Hey, thank you so much for the super sticker. Appreciate you. Um, She's like, what do you mean by my birthday? And Sean's like, well, what happened on your birthday? Then she said, I had a friend come out and hang out with me. And then Sean's like, a guy? So this girl, Ella, is still on this Asian women, what is it? Asian men, white women website where she met Johnny, okay? She's still on that website. She meets another dude that flies over for her birthday to spend her birthday with her. And because he needs to save money, he's going to spend the night at her house. But they didn't kiss. Nothing happened, allegedly, according to Ella. They just went out and had a good time. They never kissed. Nothing, nothing. They had a good time. She didn't want to be alone on her birthday. And I was like, do you not have any friends? You Do you not have any friends? So not one of your girlfriends, the girlfriend that has the Asian husband or the other girlfriend that we saw on this season, everyone bailed on you. So no one wanted to spend your birthday with you. So you spent your birthday with some random dude that you met on a fetish website who you never met before. And you allowed him to come to your house. He flew out to meet you and spend time with you and spend your birthday with you. And you want to tell not just me, but us, you want to tell us that nothing happened. You want to tell us that you all didn't get shit-faced, had drinks and cake and dinner, and then went back to your house and nothing happened? And let me just say this again because it's confusing to me. But you're in a relationship with Johnny, and you guys are in a stable relationship in the best place you've ever been. But yet he didn't know that you were still on the website and you're inviting randoms to your house for your birthday to stay over at your house and hang out and kick it. So the dude that you met 
and I keep saying this because it just is not sitting well with me. The dude that you met online spent money to fly out to see you, stayed at your house, celebrated your birthday with you, and you, by your own words, say that your love language is physical attention and you couldn't keep it in your pants for two years. Yet on your birthday, you miraculously had all this self-control that you're like, okay, well, you're going to stay in the spare room and I'm going to just sleep in my bed. And like, thank you so much for spending X amount of dollars for flying out for my birthday and probably treating me to birthday dinner and birthday cake and birthday drinks. But yet, we're, even though my love language is physical touch and physical attention, I, I'm not going to need that from you. But thank you so much. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Maybe she wasn't attracted to him. Maybe she didn't need any physical attention that day. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's possible. So, <clears throat> Kim says, Ella, I think you're full of shit. And everyone in the panel, everyone in the... Uh, at the tell agreed with, with Kimberly's assessment. Um, and then Memphis was clearly unimpressed. She's like, you know, do you need people to coddle you? Like, wh what's your problem? Like, you can't just celebrate your birthday. And even if you didn't have anyone around you, could you celebrate on your own? Like, I don't understand that. And I have to tell you, I feel the same way. This whole season... This woman has played victim. And you know what? I cannot stand freaking crocodile fake tears. Can't stand, can't stand them. Okay. Can't stand them. Can't stand them at all. Like you are not a victim in any of the situation. You cheat. So you cry. You feel like, oh, oh, oh it's me. So you cry. And then we're all supposed to feel bad for you. The whole cast is against you. And in your words, they're attacking you. Well, I think maybe you should sit yourself in a corner and think about why you rub people the wrong way and why you think that the only way for you to get attention is to play victim. I then also, since the season's over, would encourage you to love yourself for you. I would encourage you that if you want to make any changes to yourself, you do it for you and you don't wait for somebody else. I would encourage you that your your love language being touched, well, you know what? I get it. I get it. But love yourself first. And all of the other stuff will fall into place. But if you're looking for outside validation all the time, guess what? Just like we saw in the tell-all, tell people are going to tell you about yourself and you might not like it. And then you're going to feel isolated. And guess what? Then you feel attacked. And whose problem is that? It's because you haven't dealt with your own self. So maybe... Instead of all all of this fetish stuff and online, oh, you have a, a timeline and all this stuff and you want to do this and you want to do that. Instead of all of that, maybe like go and sit down with someone, a professional, and work through your issues. And once you work through your issues and you love yourself, guess what? Love will come and knocking on your door and it will be healthy because you're healthy. Just, just a thought. So... Johnny says that he wants to trust her, but he's finding it all hard to believe, as all of us were finding hard to believe. 
He wants to know why he let you let this random stranger that you met on a dating website, a fetish website, stay the whole night when you're supposed to be in a relationship with him. Now, Sean asked, like, are you still coming? He's supposed to be coming in February, which means this tele was filmed in January, but he still hasn't come. So present day, we're in April. His latest statement is that he's going to be coming in June of 2022. So we'll see what happens. According to Ella, their journey, we're going to continue to see on, what did I say, 90 Day Diaries. So I, I already told my Patreon subscribers, you guys already know this, they're not going anywhere. We're going to see them some more. So I guess we'll see how that whole thing play, pans out. So then there's a break. Everyone goes backstage. Guess what? Ella's crying. The whole cast left on stage and she stayed on stage because she feels bad. She thought that I was good. We were good. The producer's like, okay, well, you know, you want to just take a break, have some lunch, and you know, we can circle back to this. No, I lost my appetite. And I just can't believe all this. Um, and then so she goes backstage and she calls Johnny crying. I really wanted a good birthday. I didn't want to be alone. I just couldn't. And I just, I'm so blessed to be with you. Johnny just still wants to be with me. I love you so much. Oh, fuck. Shut up. All of it. Just stop it. Um, Ben is backstage giving Ben advice and that's all I'm going to say about that. Like just, ugh. <sighs> Moving on to Gino and Jasmine. So I feel like they spend a lot of time on Gino and Jasmine and, you know, like I get it because they brought the most entertainment, but what ended up happening is that we missed getting into the nitty gritty with a lot of the other couples. And that's unfortunate because we spent the whole season with all of the other couples. Um, and so, you know, here we are back on Jasmine, Jasmine and Gino when they could have spent time with Hamza and Memphis who had the biggest life changes happening. And yet by the time they got to them, Memphis is already gone. So we didn't even really get their story, which was disappointing to me. And then even Mike, Mike had a listen, y'all. They didn't even scratch the surface with Mike's story, and I'm so pissed off about it because it's just it was wrong. It was just wrong. Um, and then but even Ben Mahogany, I felt like he got off like all of it. You spent too much time on, on certain couples and not enough time on other couples. So, anyways, we're back to Gino and Jasmine. Uh, the nude photos, of course. They show the flashback videos of her getting upset with him. And then when they come back to stage, it's like super silent on the stage. Uh, Gino wants to clarify the situation. And I just, I, I have to say this, you guys. Gino's the worst liar. I feel like he should just stop lying because he's really terrible at it. He's really, really terrible, really terrible at it. And the pauses he does and like the looks around, like all of it, just stop lying, Gino, because you will get caught 100% of the time because you're terrible at it. And even the words that come out of your mouth don't make sense. But he still decides that he's going to double down and clarify. He says he takes responsibility. 
But A, it wasn't nude pictures that he sent. It was only a topless Tata photos. And it wasn't plural photos. It was one photo, he says. And then he talks about his immaturity and how he was trying to get revenge. And I'm like, yeah, in real life, in 2022, they call that revenge porn, where you send pictures that don't belong to you to somebody else that you dated. That's called revenge porn. And it's wrong. And people have been prosecuted for it. So I'm just saying. He says he selected a group of, of pictures and one of them was topless and he accidentally sent it. Mike tries to jump in where again, Mike, you have no business talking about anything, you little incel self. He's like, Jasmine, is that true? Was it accidental or no? Jasmine's like, no, not true. He sent three different photos, three different texts. So he sent a photo, a text, a photo, a text, a photo, a text, three different times. And Sean's like, so Jasmine, is saying something different than you, Gino. And she's like, so Gino, your story has changed, which it has changed because it changed because he lied. It changed because he lied. So are you lying or Sean's basically like, are you lying or is Jasmine lying? Who's lying here? And of course he conveniently deleted it. So he can't go back in his text chat to prove what he's saying. And you only delete something if you don't want it to be found out. So I just feel like, Gina, you should need to stop lying. You just need to stop lying because your facts don't match up with anything and you say one thing and then the next week you're saying something different so was it one photo one time three photos three separate times a group of photos that you accidentally sent was it revenge was it immaturity all the things you know, when you say too many words and they're all lies, then they're going to catch up with you. So just stop lying. How about that? Ben decides that he's going to offer his cancel. He says that to Gino that they should go to a therapist. As an ex-pastor, he used to counsel a lot of couples. And he's starting to see patterns. I was like, Ben, you need to not open your mouth. You need to not talk about how you were a youth pastor and you used to counsel people because you're 52 pursuing a 22-year-old. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Don't counsel anyone. How about that? How about worry about your damn self? Worry about your marriage that collapsed. What I'm not about to do is take counseling, therapy and advice from an ex-pastor who has like multiple alleged OUI, DUIs, who is going to hotels with homeless people that you're supposed to be helping, but then drinking wine with them and them spiking your wine, then all of a sudden you go to a motel to sleep it off, but then instead get in your car and then get pulled over because you have warrants for your arrest. And then 
you fly to Peru, not once, but twice to a woman who's 22 years old, 30 years, your your junior to pursue, 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 like a stalker. That's, that's someone I'm definitely not going to take any type of therapeutic advice from what you should do is worry about your damn self and maybe put your own damn self in therapy. How about that? All right, then. Not only is, has counsel for uh, Gino and Jasmine relationship, but he wants to counsel Kim and tell her that Usman obviously has a type. His type is older women. And, you know, as long as they have more face-to-face time, everything will be okay if she's like, you know what? Again... Maybe circle back to your own situation. Which is what Kim says. Kim's like, you know what? Don't be up in here all pastory and judgy. You need to think about your own situation. Uh, and speaking of your own situation, we move on to Ben and Mahogany, which was, again, to me in this tell a completely missed opportunity. <sighs> because... First of all, I feel as fans, we deserve to at least touch upon the fact that y'all were trolling us from the very beginning of this relationship. This relationship was never real. And that even you guys, I'm going to go, I'm going to literally double down and say that this second trip that he took was not a second trip. It was the same trip that he was on. He just added some extra footage. Bet. So the fact that the tell-all, we didn't touch upon all the scandal, all the scandal that was on social media, all of it, we didn't touch on any of it. The fact that the two weren't following each other, the fact that mahogany wasn't the real mahogany, the first mahogany, the second mahogany. We're not going to talk about the filters. None. Of, we're not going to just touch on any of that stuff. Uh, okay. What we are going to talk about is him being 30 years older than her and how he has trust issues with her because he didn't believe the apartment that she lived in was the apartment and her age 22 versus 24 which like really that's what we're going to waste our time on none of us care about that let's get down to the nitty gritty and talk about the real stuff the real stuff first of all woo girl woo listen y'all y'all listen first of all why is she speaking Spanish on the tello? Why? Why? When we all know, all of us, all of us know that she speaks perfect English. And all of a sudden now she's just going to be speaking Spanish halfway through the tello and then halfway through not, she's back to English because she forgets. Like, I... <sighs> okay. So they all want to know why she didn't meet him at the airport. Hans asks the question. Usman chimes in, says he feels bad for Ben. And Mahogany says in Spanish that, you know, she called and texted him not to come to Peru. And he decided to still come, which is true. That part is true. We all saw it. And said he was going to, quote, find you, like how stalkers say they're going to find you. She told him not to come. We all saw it. He went to the airport. She wasn't answering. He 
still decided to get on the plane and he was going to find her. So that part is true. So that part I'm going to say, hey, I understand what she's saying. She said, bitch, don't come. And he said, oh, well, I'm your stalker and I'm going to get on the plane and I'm going to find you anyways, which he did. Um, And then he gets there. She doesn't respond for like 48 hours. And finally, he responds. She responds. Then Mike jumps in and says he would have gone back home. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about this little incel. I needed him to stop talking. I needed him to stop acting like, A, he knew what he was talking about in relationships. This is your first relationship as a 34-year-old. Second of all, you weren't even good at it because it wasn't a real relationship because you paid this girl to be with you. You met her on a webcam site. So I'm going to need you to stop talking immediately, if not sooner. So you want to tell us, us, the viewers, us, that you would have left had Jimena not responded in the first 48 hours? Stop playing with us. Stop it. You wouldn't even leave the house when she told you to get out of the house. You came back two times to Columbia to see her, even though the second time she didn't want you around. And every time she breaks up with you, she's broken up with you a bunch of times and told you, I don't want to be with you. I don't love you. I don't like you. Get out of my house. Get out of my face. I think you're gross. I think you're nasty. I think you're awful. I think you're terrible. Here's your ring back. Here's the other ring back. I don't want to see you ever again. I don't want to be with you ever again. I think you suck. I think you're lame. Oh, she said all the things. And yet, oh, you still want to be with her. So you want to turn around and tell us that if you were, if you were in Ben's shoes, that you, after 48 hours, it would have gone home. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't know, something's going on in the live chat. I missed it. Anyways. They talk about how, and she admits, so she admits to you guys that she told Ben that she was 23, not 22. Um, and again, she's speaking Spanish, which my question to myself was, why is she speaking Spanish when she speaks English perfectly? And like this whole thing that they were doing all season was just confusing to me at the at the very least. And then they're talking about the two-year difference, all the things. And I was like, well, 22, 24, 22, 23, 24, it doesn't matter. Ben, you're 52. She's 22 to 24. Same shit, different day. I don't want to focus on that. I don't think any of you guys wanted to focus on that. We wanted to focus on why y'all were scamming us on this relationship that's not even really a relationship until you guys, there was a lot of stuff in this tell-all that just didn't make sense to me. Jessica, his bestie, joins the conversation and Sean's like, this is the Jessica that Gina was talking to. And they have that whole tit for tat, like who DM who first, Gina 
stayed lying and said, oh, she texted me first. And, you know, he doesn't have the receipts because he conveniently deleted them again. But she still had it. She showed. Well, she didn't show, but she said. He said, hey, by chance, are you from such and such uh, Sicily? And it goes on from there. I believe her because what does she have to lose? What, I mean, why make that up? And she, we saw in part one where the receipts were right there. But, oh, Gino doesn't have it because he, uh, I think I del- uh, deleted it. Okay. You deleted it because you're lying. Uh, so <clears throat> Jessica's like, you know, this whole, th- I've been listening backstage or, you know, from my apartment behind the scenes, this was all painful to listen to. She asked Mahogany, you know, did you ever love Ben? And Mahogany's like, you know, he's 53 years old. He's your friend. I get that you're trying to protect him and all the things, but he was coming to see me and I needed to know and have certainty that he was coming for the right reasons. Then Jessica goes, well, then why would you ask him for $1,000? You never met him before. You hadn't FaceTime before, nothing. You just DM'd him, and then you're like, hey, I need $1,000. And she's like, well, that's not what really happened. Ben says, well, it was worth all the time and feelings. For the first time in my life, I felt love, and I was all in. Even though we never talked on the phone, I had never seen her, never FaceTimed, nothing. I was all in. I felt like I was in love. Can you imagine, y'all? And I'm just putting it out there. But can you imagine you're one of his four kids and you're hearing him say, after being married to your mother for 24 years, this is the first time that he feels like he's ever felt love? to a 22-year-old that he barely kissed once, maybe twice. Really? Really, Pastor Ben? Really? And, and I'm sorry, but you're, you've are you been counseling other couples? I'm going to need to see your records and what your success rate is because that sounds crazy to me personally. So then... <clears throat> Ben also goes on to say, well, you know, she didn't do all of those things, didn't mess, didn't show me her face or call me or any of the things because she was shy. And then Mahogany jumps in. It's like, you know, I didn't ask him for the money. I asked to borrow the money. And then when I went to give it back to him, he said no. It just doesn't make sense, you guys. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Jessica goes on to say, why not ask your parents for the money? I mean, they're your parents. Instead of asking some random dude that you've never met in real life for $1,000. And also, too, you say you're too shy to talk to him, FaceTime him, or, or any of those things. But then I saw you on social media, and you portray yourself promiscuously on for the whole internet to see. Which I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. 
I feel like the whole thing is ridiculous. I feel like the whole thing is a sham. And the reason why she she wasn't doing any of those things because the relationship wasn't even real. And it wasn't even a real relationship. Ben was in a relationship with himself, which is I've been what I've been saying for this whole season. And I'm going to go on to say that that's why don't drop new couples halfway through the season. We were six episodes in. The two problematic, in my opinion, Ella and Ben, we didn't meet them until halfway through the season. Well, episode six. Episode six. Unnecessary. So, my advice, let's meet all the couples in the very beginning so that we'll either be 100% invested in them or we won't. Because when we already get invested in the beginning, it's hard for us to like, who are these randoms? Are they fillers? Are they extra content? Why are they now just popping in after we've already spent 10, 12, 15 hours with all the other couples? They always end up being problematic. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Anyhow. Jasmine jumps in again, comes to Mahogany's defense about the whole sexy photos online. Um, saying, you know, it's fine. You do you. You love you. Mahogany, whatever. It's all good. All the things. And Jessica's like, you know what? No. Nah. You didn't even video chat with Ben. But, you know, you put yourself out there online. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying one one minute of it. Um. And then Mahogany jumps in and says, well, the reason why she didn't want to video chat with Ben that first time is because he wanted that first video chat to be an online date. And I'm only 21 years old and I didn't want that because my English is not good. I was look, I was like, so you're saying all of this in English? <laughs> your English is not that good, but you're saying all of this in English. And from what I saw, your English is fantastic. Then allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly because I personally do not believe it for one minute that Ben went back to Peru after they broke up because he had questions that needed to be answered. Guess what, Ben? We're watching this tell-all and we have questions that need to be answered that were not answered that we're upset about as well. There was too many missed opportunities in this tell-all, but you needed answers, so you went back to Peru allegedly. And allegedly, you and Mahogany agreed to start over. You get there, Mahogany, to the very first spot that you saw each other from across the crowded group. Okay, whatever. The restaurant where she didn't originally show up for hour upon hour, you went back to that restaurant. Guess what? She didn't show up. But you happened to walk on the beach late at night, and she happened to be there, and you found her on the beach. And then the next day, you reached out to her. She didn't respond. But then you found her on the beach again the next day. You guys talked it out. And then she said, I love you. And you said, I love you. You guys kissed. You show a photo of you guys kissing. You show a beach photo. And then you show a beach video. I don't believe it, you guys. I don't believe it. 
I think that was all on the same filming trip because then Mahogany goes on to say that she's upset because he said that he was coming back to just be with her and with no cameras, but all of a sudden there were cameras. That's why I think the second ship. Was... <laughs> yeah, shit. I think the second trip was BS. I don't think it happened. I think it was all on that first trip. And I don't believe it for one minute. For one minute at all. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe any of this nonsense. So anyways, um, <clears throat> apparently they're back together. Everyone starts clapping. Kim's like, wait, what? Why are, like, why are we clapping? I'm calling BS. I think that Mahogany's running game on you and I don't think she really wants to be with you. And I think this is all game. And I, Linda Entwee, am going to go on further and say, I think this whole relationship was a sham and both Ben and Mahogany are running game on all of us. Trash. Trash. Jasmine jumped in and Jasmine said what we've all been thinking this whole season where... Ben talks about how, you know, he first went to Peru, even though Mahogany didn't want him to come, and he still jumped on the plane and said, I'll find you. And then he went back, allegedly, a second time after they broke up to get answers. And Jasmine was like, you know, all of this is giving me pervert vibes. And I said, you know what? No true statement has been said this whole season. That's all. Everything that we've all been thinking came out of Jasmine's mouth with those two words. Pervert vibes. That's it. Um, <clears throat> Mahogany goes on to talk about how, you know, she didn't know he was filming this quote unquote alleged second trip. And then she tells Jessica that, you know, Ben says that she loves drama and that she stays in drama. And then there was a bunch of, like, cattiness happening. Jasmine said to Jessica, you know, you're faker than mahogany filters. Jessica was like, you're a crazy person. Don't talk to other women like that. I think I heard the B word, all the things. Uh, A lot of back and forth went on. Um, They threw in, like, Gino, and Jessica says that Jasmine demeans Gino, all the things. And there's just a full-on Jasmine-Jessica fight. And I was like, you guys are fighting? And it's so interesting because Gino's the one is the source of the issue because Gino is lying. Gino is lying about who texts who first. And then Ben is the problem too because Ben is pitting Mahogany against his friend Jessica. And even Jessica says, you know, Ben, you're fake. You're pitting me against Mahogany. You're calling me dramatic, but you're a narcissist and you're delusional. And um, she's like, you know, I I think you're two-faced. I'll never forgive you. You're not a real friend, she says. You're a narcissist. You're thirsty. You're selfish. I have no sympathy for you. You're a two-faced shit person. You have no loyalty. And she apologizes to Mahogany for all the things that she said during the tell-all because she's now seeing that Ben is just out for himself. And if Ben is going to say all the stuff about Mahogany to Jessica and then to Jessica 
did I say that right? Say all the things. So Ben is going to talk about mahogany to Jessica and from Jessica to mahogany back and forth and make him seem himself seem like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, damn, you're 52. You still doing that? You're still, you're still playing games like that? Pastor Ben, youth Pastor Ben, therapist Pastor Ben, really? Shame. Just shame. Shame. All of it. So she bounces. Jessica bounces. You know, Sean's like, you know, do you think you're still going to have a relationship, friendship with Ben? Jessica was like, nah, but, but in real life, last night, Jessica and Ben did a live on Instagram. So I guess all is made up and they're friends again. While all of that's happening, Memphis is, Memphis leaves the set. She's like, the lights are hurting her and she's not feeling well. And then backstage, we're on break backstage. Um, Gina is talking about Mike because I guess that's going to be the next story that's up and how Mike is a good guy. And Kim talks about how Jimena is disgusting. Ella is like, I will defend Mike. And I was like, oh, so we're here now, are we? Now I'm going to tell you guys something. I need you to all, your homework is to look look Mike up. Look him up because there's so much that they missed in this tell-all. And one of the most problematic, in my opinion, is this whole Mike storyline. Mike Jimena storyline. Because I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. If you're going to stand up for racism and speak out against it and and fire a whole couple because one of the couples is a is a a racist and has been a proven racist from her remarks on social media not only do i want you to address that on international national tv which they didn't with caleb and alina but they didn't address this at all with mike and mike is still on the show and there are rumors that they're filming with him again but if we're gonna be equally outraged about racism we need to be equally outraged about racism equally and we need to address the fact that mike has his own racist scandal that never really got addressed and here he is playing the fucking victim the second thing is i don't understand why we missed the opportunity to talk about how they truly met so that everyone will stop making amena the villain i'm telling you guys right now that if you don't know anything about it. You should research it. You should Google it. Jimena is not the villain here. Mike is not the victim here at all. Okay. Mike met Jimena as a webcam girl. Okay. So you see how I'm on your screen right now? If I was taking off my clothes and all the things and getting money for it, that, that would make me a webcam girl, which there's nothing wrong with that. Make your money, boo. Do you, boo. Do what you got to do. Sex trade workers do are workers, period. Women own their bodies. They can do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies. That's fact. But what you're not about to do is be her loyal customer every single day, shelling out the money every single day. And then because you're an, an incel, in my opinion, and that's just my opinion, because you ain't had no, no other women ever 
until she, the webcam girl, gave you a chance. You had no, you've never had sex. You had never had any other other women in your life. You never dated none of the stuff. You finally meet this girl on webcam. And then because you decided that you fell in love with her, you tell her quit her job and you're going to pay all her bills in the middle of a pandemic. But then you want to turn around and say that she's using you. You want to turn around and say that she she's the villain. Yet every single time that she tells you it's over, you go running back to her. I wonder why that is, Mike. Why don't we address those questions on the tell-all? I'm curious. Because they're major issues. You want to tell TLC that you met on a dating website like a Tinder or whatever when really that's not where you really truly met? Why are you continually lying? Why you lie at the beginning of the tell-all? Sean. So, Mike, are you and Amena back together? Yes, we are, Sean. Amena, are you guys back together? Uh, I guess we, we're together, yeah. I mean, we, we started talking again. Anyways, all the cast circling around Mike, saying Mike's a good guy, and trying to villainize Jimena really upset me. I thought it was I thought it was terrible, and I, and I understand that they're doing it because perhaps they don't know the real backstory. But then that's what the tell all is supposed to be. Why don't we talk about the real things on the tell all? I don't understand it. Instead, we're gonna make Gino the victim. Amanda's using me for my money. Even though she's verbally telling you that she's not in love with you, you are making a conscious decision to still be with her. You are still trying to pay for her. You're still trying to own her because you're treating her like she's your property because you think you've invested all this money into her when guess what? You can't buy people like that and then think you own them. It just it blows my mind. It blows my mind. So <clears throat> they're still backstage. All the cast are, are saying, yeah, Mike's a good guy. Mike's a good guy. Make sure you're being treated right. You know, tons of women ask about you. Um, Kimberly says in San Diego, I could hook you up. Memphis is not feeling good, so she's leaving. Um, she said her head is aching and she's vomiting, so she leaves. We don't get to hear her story on the whole tell-all. Again, a missed opportunity. Um, they do do a flashback to when she was pregnant, um, and then they ask Ham Hamza, you know, were you there for the pregnancy or for the birth? He's like, you know, I wanted to be there, but COVID delayed his papers. He ended up getting to meet his baby. And for those of you guys that uh, watch my news and gossip, I told you guys all about the baby already. So they had a baby. Uh, gender has been revealed. Name hasn't been fully revealed. Uh, but my Patreon subscriber, News and Gossip, last week, if you missed that episode, make sure you watch it. Uh, but I gave all the details there. So he met a baby. He met their baby at five five weeks old and he's just super excited. He's like in this last year, my life has changed. I've become a father and I've become a, a husband. So then they move on to Mike and Amena. Um, is the relationship over because she's using me for money. And I just, my note says Mike sucks. He sucks. He 
trying to make it seem like he feels bad, but he's a super just lame, lame, lame incel as far as I'm concerned. And I don't like how he wasn't questioned on any of his bad behaviors. I think it's terrible. Um, so Sean says, you know, are you guys back together as a couple? Yes, he says. Amenas asked the same question. Uh, and she's like, if Mike is my boyfriend, yes, we started to talk again. You know, hopefully he's changed his bad habits, she says. And then Jasmine jumps in and says, you know, Jimena, this whole time you've been totally bitchy towards Mike and you don't love him. And she's like, yeah, I'm not in love with him. And he knows this, she says. And in the beginning, I thought I was, but later, I don't know. I I just, I'm not. And she's 100% open about it, you guys. And this is the opportunity where they could have dug in deeper and found out why, right? Because she did do a 360 but there was a reason why she did a 360 and we didn't get into it in the tell-all. For those of us that are in the know, we know why. And I've shared with you a little bit why, but like, <clears throat> exactly. Amanda said, you know, he called her and wanted to support her financially as friends. And she said, no, how is that using her? How is that using him? It's not because it's not. She's been, y'all, she's been so direct and honest about where she is and who she is and how she's feeling. A lot of it, I feel like, is getting lost because it's not being properly translated. A lot of it is her full story hasn't been told. This dude has been able to dictate the narrative, and the narrative is not true. He's he's a bit of a liar, y'all. A little bit of a non-truth teller so she says yes we started to talk again uh she's hoping that he's changed jasmine calls her out for being bitchy all the things she's like you know you don't love him she's like i don't love him he knows that and jasmine's like see she even admitted that she's not in love with you kim's like oh he's a good person a good dude i'm like "Mm, is he though is he is he, you guys? I mean, why are we all saying he's such a good guy? Oh, my God, he's such a good guy. And Jimena is the worst, and she's the villain when, really, like, we're not we're not going to talk about his racism. We're not going to talk about the fact that he has been paying for her because he told her to quit her job as a webcam girl. We're not going to talk about the fact that he then, like, completely tried to flip it on that last episode we saw, and like the evil in him came out and he he started calling her names. He, you could see that if the cameras weren't there, I was fearful for her. I felt like he could have done anything in that moment. You don't talk about the fact that behind the scenes, when he was sitting in the kids' room, he was like punching his head and crying. We're not going to talk about all of that stuff. We're not going to address any of this stuff. We're just going to make Jimena the bad person. So then I just think, again, I'm just disappointed that we didn't really get, I'm disappointed for you guys because a lot of you guys just don't know the true story. And I think that that's the part that I'm irritated about. We missed an opportunity to really tell the story and the story was not told. Um. <clears throat> So 
Kim jumps in, says that Mike's a good person or good dude. Ella jumps in and says, you know, relationships are two ways. You know, he works so hard for you. He give you 110%. I was like, Ella, just pipe, zip it. Hamza jumps in, says Mike's a nice person. He's in love, but he doesn't see a future in this relationship. Mike makes this incel face. I don't know if you guys saw it. You should go back. He makes this like face that was just all yuck. Then they bring the John, his friend John and Nelsio, and you know, Mike is a trip. Like Mike, first of all, who's gonna throw? Who throws your friends that you knew before you were on? a reality show under the bus. Who does that? Who disrespects their friends on international TV and tells them to shut the fuck up and or get out? Who does that? This Nelsie girl has only ever supported you when you were in turmoil and crying and all pathetic and you didn't know what to do and you needed an interpreter. Guess who you called? You called Nelsie. And guess what? She only stood up for you and she only told you what Jimena was saying. And now you're going to tell your friend to shut up. Now, here's the other thing that I had a problem with. This John guy, let me tell you, okay? There is no way. There is no way. And I, and I, without getting into my own personal details, but there is no way that you're going to disrespect me and tell me to shut the F up and or leave. And my man just sit there and not say anything. There's no way. There, there's no way. And now I'm not saying John... John should have reacted. And I'm not saying he should have reacted in a physical sense, but he should have put Mike in his place. You're going to let this this little dude talk crazy to your woman and you're just going to sit there and say nothing at all? What? There's no there's just no way. There's there's just no way. So everything was wrong with that situation in my opinion, okay? Mike Throwing his friends under the bus, wrong. John not sticking up for his woman, Nelsie, wrong. Okay, Nelsie only trying to be the good friend and saying, hey, we're trying to look out for you. This is not a good relationship for you, all the things. Because she probably really knows the truth. So she's trying to be like, hey, you need to cut your losses and you're going to throw her under the bus? Stop it. Nope, not at all. So... John asks Jimena, you know, why are you with Mike? And she's like, you know, he gave me a hand. And then Nelsie goes off. She's like, oh, he gave me more than a hand. He gave you everything, all the things. Um, you know, it's one year of him giving you money. And Jimena's like, yeah, I guess you can say that. And I, I was like, this was Jimena's opportunity as well to tell the truth. But she kind of still protected Mike. Because she could have thrown him under the bus easily and said, yeah, that is kind of true. She says, yeah, I guess you can say that. You can say that because, yeah, he gave you money because he was paying for your time as a webcam girl. So, yeah, he bought all this stuff. And then when I stopped working because he asked me to, he continued to support me because he said he would. It was his idea because he couldn't handle the fact that 
other men would be looking at me. <sighs> Don't get it. So then <clears throat> there's a back and forth. Nelsy leaves the stage. Jimena gets pissed off, and guess what? She wants to leave too. So she say she says bye. It's over. She leaves. Um, and I won't I won't tell you guys what I wrote down because it's not very nice. But let's just say I think he's the worst, and that's it. Mike starts freaking out. Get her back. Get her back. Get her back. Get her back. Um, <laughs> I'm my own man. I can make my own decisions. And she's, I still want to go to Cartagena with her. And my biggest problem is, like, I just need her to learn English. But, like, I still want to give this an opportunity because I'm my own man. I make my own decisions. Oh, fuck. Shut up. Just really, really, for real, though. For real. That was the tell-all. And then there was a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. So tell-all wraps up with her leaving, Mike freaking out, and then we have the behind-the-scenes stuff. And it was like Ella talking about how she felt her relationship was the most stable relationship uh, out of all the relationships on the season and that she sees herself having kids with Johnny in three years. Mike calls Jimena and it was weird because she tells Mike that she loves him so much and she's going to work hard and prove all of his friends wrong and they're going to still meet up together and be together which I thought was like such a weird random thing Uh, Kimberly was like hey I'm just going to go back to the hotel I'm going to take my makeup off I can't believe Usman and I want to cry and all the things and that was it. That was it. I was like, yeah. I'm going to jump into the live chat a little bit and have some conversation with you guys. Uh, hey, Lori. Hey, girl. Hey. What are y'all talking about? Linda, what happened with Hamza walking around outside? Weren't they supposed to show that on the tell-all? And Dasha, I would say to you that uh, you should stick that into news and gossip on Fridays. I don't think that that's something that I've talked about publicly. So uh, you can ask that question in news and gossip on Friday. Vanessa says, Jimena's whole family is pushing her into Mike's web. Yeah, I think it's a money thing. Texas Gina says Ella needs a therapist. Hey, Courtney. Hey, girl. Hey. I can't believe Nelsie suggested Mike date a Dominican girl. Does she not like her friends? Don't inflict Mike on another woman. (laughs) Nanny says, I love that she changed, then seemed to be on the way to the club when he called back. Laugh my ass off. She never looked better. 
that she's like, let me get out of this dress real quick. Let me put on my little crop top and my jeans and I'm a bounce. Bye. JB says, how is Mahogany upset about not knowing he was filming when she interacted with him filming videos? Felt frauded. The whole thing was frauded, JB. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here, for watching. Appreciate you guys. We made it, y'all. We made it. We made it. We made it. I didn't think that we were going to make it through this season because it was like, whoa. <clears throat> it was like, whoa. Better days. Um, for my Patreon subscribers, I will be covering, I'll start to catch us up on uh, 90 day diaries. So look out for that today or tomorrow, not today, tomorrow or the next day. Um, and good night to the rest of y'all. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye for now. Hey, C Cruz. Hey girl. Hey. Oh, so, so yeah, you guys, uh, the 17th, is that this week? Yeah, so you guys, we have, Dash is asking about the new 90 Day. So the 17th is 90 Day Fiance, the new season with new cast members starting on that Sunday. On that Monday, uh, you guys should look out on the 18th for the 90 Day Fiance uh, Ukrainian special that's happening on the 18th. So we have a lot of stuff coming up uh, next week. So there is a lot of 90 Day stuff going on. So bye, guys. <laughs>